Welcome to Thriller Coin Talk with Carr Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas via Simplecast and supported by listeners like you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Thriller Coin Talk. That's right. My favorite part of the day. I know. It's probably your favorite part of the day, too. Today, we're talking Facebook. Yeah, global coin. It's a new currency. It's going to launch in 2020, first of the year. They have about a dozen countries planned, coordinated to launch with it. Now, the social media giant wants to start testing its cryptocurrency, and I do that in quotes, which has been referred to internally as global coin by the end of this year. 2019. It's expected to outline plans in more details this summer and has already spoken to Bank of England Governor Mark Carney. They met last month to discuss the opportunities and risk involved in launching a cryptocurrency. Facebook has also sought advice on operational and regulatory issues from officials at the U.S. Treasury The firm is also in talks with money transfer firms, including, that's right, Western Union, as it looks for cheaper and faster ways for people without a bank account to send and receive money. Now, this is not a surprise to y'all. I've been talking about it for, gosh, feels like two years at this point. (laughs) I remember last year when they were stuck in Congress and they were talking about privacy this and privacy that and just all felt just felt very coordinated at the time. I'm going to play a clip from Through the Coin Talk a year ago when I talk about this before they announced anything. Check this out. But now that I'm looking at what's going on with Facebook and I realize like this might be the only thing that saves them. And I mean that by there's going to be a lot of people after their heads after this, you know. And I feel like if they don't provide the world with a, with a technology that will fix all of this mess that they've created for themselves, then what's going to happen is you're going to have people, you know, deleting their Facebook. And that's already happening. But I feel like if they implement blockchain technology and they, they use the power of it, and I think they could actually, they could actually swing this around and turn it into a positive. Because everybody knows right now blockchain is the hottest thing in the tech space. So even if they just drop that they're going to look into this area to fix these issues, man, that could turn the stock price of Facebook around because then you have people anticipating them dropping their own token. Who knows? I'm just saying this wouldn't surprise me if this is the end result at the end of the year, Facebook stepping into the blockchain space, even if it's just a commitment to it wouldn't surprise me. It almost feels like it's it's coordinated. <laughs> and I know a lot of you are like, man, Car, you read way too much into this. And I probably do. And it's just one of those things I, I've been thinking about all day. Yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I could go back in time and tell Car, hey, sell everything. <laughs> Wait till November, then buy everything back. Gosh, no. You know, we have been talking about Facebook for a long time. Um, and uh, it just so happened they finally released the news. They're going by the name Project Libra. Um, They're actually looking at uh, Gemini and Coinbase to assist 
with uh, getting them onboarded onto their platform. Well, and anonymous sources are also sharing that Facebook is currently negotiating with other major cryptocurrency related enterprises. Uh, This is supposedly meant to ensure that Facebook's cryptocurrency, the stablecoin, has been rumored for months and it's going to be pegged to the dollar and other highly secure, tradable and liquid assets. Um, We all know that Gemini is, of course, run by the Winklevoss twins and, of course, are probably business friends at this point with Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, But they did have a pass. Right. Um, And what's even more astounding is that Facebook is going to implement this into everything. It's going to go into your Facebook account, your instant messenger account, your WhatsApp and even Instagram. And that's probably the biggest kind of core tenet that I'm seeing here. Fuck Facebook, fuck Messenger, fuck WhatsApp. Instagram is going to be big for them. If everybody in Instagram can start transacting with Facebook global coin, gosh, man, they're going to make a lot of money. And a lot of people are going to be onboarded from Instacrypto. Now, a lot of you don't know this, but I have an Instagram account. We have an Instagram account. We probably followed there the most out of any other platform. But it's it's because it's a different type of audience. It's not like Twitter. It's not like Facebook. It's a more visual content platform. And it really comes down to, you know, liking, talking, <laughs> direct messaging, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Facebook and this global coin has the means to transact on that. It's going to be it's going to open up a lot of doors for a lot of people looking to make a quick buck just on anything. Now, a lot of people in this space don't like the fact that Coinbase and Gemini are assisting with Facebook, right? We have a lot of Bitcoin maximalists saying that, hey, Facebook coin, global coin, that's a scam. It's going to be centralized. It's going to be everything. (laughs) It's going to be poison. It's going to be rat poison square. This is not good for the space. This is not what we wanted. No, don't do this. Go away, Mark Zuckerberg. Everybody's upset. Everybody's upset. No one's seen the silver lining in this all. People don't people forget that in order for the Internet to evolve, we needed AOL. (laughs) Do you remember? I do. The Internet evolved because of AOL, a walled garden, very similar to Facebook. It wouldn't surprise me if Facebook is the next AOL, a walled garden. What happened to AOL? It crumbled. It crumbled on the behest of the Internet because, you know, World Wide Web, it overtook it over time. And that's probably what's going to happen with Facebook global coin. At least that's my prediction long term. So you hear a lot of people crying and yelling, oh, no, this is bad for the space. No, this is this is the worst. (laughs) It's like, calm down. It's like, calm down. You, you got to see, you got to see the, the trees from the pasture, man. You really do. Take a listen to Mike Novogratz. Talk some sense <laughs> to everybody. Facebook's wildly important for the ecosystem, right? Because here you have one of the biggest companies in the world saying cryptocurrency is going to be part of our future. They're, if you believe everything that's been written, going to have a stable, stable-ish coin, right? right. A coin that's linked to, to hold steady to some basket of currencies, right? That'll be used for payments. Right. That's their hope. Uh, I don't think that 
takes away from Bitcoin, quite frankly, it credentializes the whole space. Bitcoin is not going to be a payment currency. Bitcoin is going to be a store of wealth just like gold. We don't spend gold on anything. You didn't buy that tie with gold. Right. Uh, it's going to be what people perceive as a store of value. You know, Mike Novogratz is a very smart guy. <laughs> he gets it. He understands it, which is why he's trying to explain to people to calm the hell down. Now, I will take it even a step further. I can tell you what's going to happen here in the short term. And this is not a big leap to make. This is literally connecting the dots. This is how we figured out why Facebook was going to enter the space a year ago, right? So this is what's going to happen. Facebook's going to release their coin towards the end of this year. It's going to start testing. It'll get released worldwide, you know, probably by mid, I don't know, probably by the halving, you know, I'd imagine next year. So by F8, when they do their F8 next year, sometime in April, everybody will be talking about how they can transact you know, this global coin via Instagram and it makes the world a better place. And now we have self-sovereignty and all these different nations and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be, you know, kumbaya shit, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to make everything great again, right? Apparently to Mark Zuckerberg. And that's all fine and good. But this is going to spark a revolution in the money and the finance and the technology space. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start a revolution. Watch this. So what's going to happen when this happens? Well, we know Microsoft is already launching its own blockchain identity platform on Bitcoin layer two, right? That's pretty cool. We know Amazon already is in the blockchain space. They're building out the whole foundation for it all, like beast, right? But eventually what's going to happen is Amazon is going to launch their own fucking currency. They're going to have to. It's because people fail to realize that Facebook and Amazon are in a large part consumer facing companies. Their users fucking matter. <laughs> they care about their users. You know, it's no it's no it's not a secret that the reason Amazon is so successful is that they were able to set up one of the largest consumer centric value funnel in history in Amazon Prime. And it's also no reason to assume that they will now that Facebook is jumping into their own global coin. You think anybody wants prime coin? <laughs> it's probably taken, right? <laughs> but I'm saying that this big tech company, this Facebook company just said, we legitimize cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's what they said. They said there's a use case now, now that Mark Zuckerberg has blessed it. <laughs> he said, everybody deserves their own cryptocurrency. And what do these tech companies do? They copy each other. So what is Amazon gonna do? They're gonna create their own cryptocurrency. They're gonna onboard their grocery customers. They're gonna facilitate a mobile payments revolution. They're gonna use this use case with e-commerce, even how it does transactions with retailers and global payments and Amazon partners and blah, blah, blah. It's gonna be a wave, bro. You gotta get on. That's what's gonna happen, right? This is not a big leap to make. This is one of the main reasons Facebook wanted to get into it first, to beat Amazon, to beat everybody else. This is big news for the crypto space. And you're probably wondering, well, Car, how does this fit with Bitcoin? You're talking a lot about centralized coin here, bro. Are you going to the dark side? <laughs> oh, man. When you talk about money and dark side, that's always funny, right? <laughs> well, I like to look at it like this. You know, when AOL came out, 
in the early 90s. It was a walled garden. You could only transact with other AOL coins. But it wasn't until like, you know, Mozilla, Firefox, or even like later with Google Chrome, or all these other like web 2.0 companies kind of came out of nowhere. And they started making the web just diverse and more cultural and more open to a certain extent. That's what's going to happen here. It's going to be the same thing. Facebook released their coin. Gemini and Coinbase will adopt it. But we have to realize that this is just the beginning. This is just to get people into using digital currency. Most people don't even have a wallet. They barely know what Bitcoin is, but they don't know how it works or functions. This is going to teach people how this works and functions. This is going to move them to adoption faster. It won't happen until they start using this currency that they'll start realizing, oh, I can trade this for Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin goes up in value. Oh, wow. Bitcoin's worth this much. How many Satoshis can I get with this Facebook coin? But now the Facebook coin doesn't go up, but Bitcoin does go up in a week. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. People are going to realize that Bitcoin becomes this very enticing savings account. It really does. Especially when you get in at the right time. You know, and this is what's going to spark the next revolution. It's going to be this. It's going to be dApps. It's going to be a whole of a hell lot more than what Facebook can offer. All they're looking at is trying to keep a stable currency. So try to keep this fiat train going. What Bitcoin's trying to do, it's trying to free the world from this so-called quantitative easing. (laughs) Right? That's what they're calling it. It's trying to stop that. It's trying to show people that self-sovereignty, that decentralized currency, decentralized governance, that all these things are possible with cryptocurrency true decentralized cryptocurrency and are not possible at all with Facebook coin. Bitcoin's going to save the world. Facebook coin is just a way to get there. So get on that wild garden train. (laughs) With that, let's get into coin talk. It is time. Only crypto, coins, trade, predictions ahead. It is what you spend all day wondering, isn't it? This crypto dream. All right, it's time for Coin Talk. But before we dive into that, I got a couple things. First up, I want to thank everybody who has uh, subscribed to uh, Thriller Crypto subscription. I really appreciate you. Um, It's kind of surprising to me that uh, a lot of people find that much value in what I do. Um, Lord knows, um, <laughs> Lord knows that uh, I would never have tried this if um, I know I didn't uh, bring that much. But uh, I think it, I think it was a long time coming. I, I definitely think it took me, you know, like three years to to really get good at this uh, this podcasting thing. Um, it it took me at least three years. Uh, four years, well, you can say like three and a half years to really understand this space um, just on a real like <laughs> just markets, right? And there's, there's a lot to study here. 
Um, it really took me a long time to understand it. And, you know, if I could pass on that insight and, um, and those kind of analysis and, and uh, just different uh, effects that, uh, that I see happen um, and it better, it's better for you, then, uh, you know, by all means, I'm going to do that. So that way you're ahead of the game. Um, so I want to thank everybody who has subscribed to that. It's very much appreciated. Uh, it still surprises me that, um, you know, uh, that's something that uh, people want to pay for. Uh, it's just because I've always had this very like punk attitude when it came to like giving away stuff, right? I think it's probably the generation I grew up in. I grew up in, you know, during the internet, right? <laughs> and so everything was given away for free and that's just how we... That's how we did it. But as you get older, you start realizing that uh, a lot of this stuff takes time and it takes time away from the people that you love. So you got to make sure that you're <laughs> bringing in some kind of income from it. So I appreciate every single one of you. So thank you again. Uh, also want to mention that uh, if you guys have any requests with anything, uh, make sure you send them to me via Telegram. And uh, I think it's like bit.ly slash Telegram or Thriller Telegram, I believe. Uh, links in the show notes, or you can go to our website, thrillerx.com. And uh, let me know if there's any coins you want me to look into or kind of any projects, because a lot of the stuff that we do here on this subscription is very much geared towards y'all. So you let me know what you want me to research or to look into, and I'll do my best to cover it. Um, I do want to mention that uh, a lot of the coin metric stuff that I'm looking to these days is way more... Um, I feel like it's it's like opening another door. Uh, for the longest time, I would look at TA and uh, listen to a lot of these traders out there. And I was always left wondering, like, why do I feel like they're missing something? And I used to always think, OK, well, maybe it's the uh, technical analysis part of it. Maybe I'm just not understanding it. Uh, and then maybe I was like, well, maybe it's the technology side of it. Maybe they're just not understanding how that works. But it, it, it really has come down to lately that I'm starting to realize that it's the network data. They're just not looking at it or paying attention to it. And I've come to find out there's a lot of people in this space that don't look at the network data charts when it comes to these different cryptocurrencies. And they're very insightful. So I'm going to tell you guys about a specific website. And this website, I highly recommend you check it out on the daily, especially if you're going to do any kind of sort of trade or make any kind of long or, or short, uh, go to coinmetrics.io. Uh, that's where a lot of the data that I'm pulling here to, to kind of look into where Bitcoin is heading or where these other cryptocurrencies are heading. And this can tell you a lot about um, where the how healthy the network is and how healthy the transaction count and the transaction volume is. Um, this is like information that... Um, I kind of had to stumble upon it, it was it wasn't something that I was necessarily looking for. As I always knew, this network data was out there. I just didn't know of a website that did it to this degree. And Coinmetrics.io is fucking the best. And thank God they don't charge <laughs> right now. But um, yeah, man, they do a really good job. Um, so definitely take a look at that if you are looking into making any kind of trades uh, before pulling that trigger. Go to that website, check out what they have, and um, you're going to see a lot of stuff that is just blowing my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. Another thing I want to mention, too, is I updated my ethics um, kind of statement. And a lot of you don't know this, but we have a website. It's called ThrillerX.com. Go to that website. If you click on the About page, it tells you all about who I am, where I come from, my background, uh, it, it also gives you towards the bottom something called an ethics 
statement. And the ethics statement basically says what I'm doing going forward now. Um, that was one of the things that kind of, you know, I don't know if you remember, but when we got kicked off of Patreon, I was kind of left wondering, like, where are we going from here? I, I didn't know. But I realized that I wanted to take it to the 10th degree. But in order to do that, I had to fully commit on something long term. And the only thing long term I was willing to do was, you know, kind of like investing in myself and investing in what I'm built here. Right. And I needed to do that, you know, with y'all's help. So that's why I released an ethics statement. So that way, you know, where my positions align with uh, the short and gritty of it all is basically saying that going forward, any money that comes into through the crypto is directly from y'all, the subscriber or the listener. It's not coming from any outside organization or any company or anything like that going forward at all. We're not looking into doing ads ever. Uh, we're not looking to make any money from like tokens or anything ICOs. We never have. But going forward, all we're going to be funded by is our listeners and our subscribers because it keeps my allegiance towards y'all um, very kind of like a job, right? Y'all are my boss. So it keeps me very much geared towards making you happy. And I can't do that if I'm taking money from like Kraken or taking money from like Gemini or Coinbase. I had to close those accounts because, you know, doing that, it it just doesn't feel right morally. You know, my compass doesn't feel like it's pointing north. But now that I removed all of that and I'm only taking money from subscribers, from listeners, that's all that's all I'm going to do going forward. And you can check out that ethics statement, thrillerx.com. Uh, there's an about page, has all that stuff. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to get into coin talk. That's right. My favorite part of the day. We got to play the disclaimer. I know it's kind of weird, right? I don't, I don't want to play the disclaimer, but I feel like at this point, I've kind of had it going forward. Might as well just keep it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we should play it. So, you know, let's just go ahead and play it. Roll the disclaimer. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk. That's right, my favorite part of the day. We're at a coin market cap of $268 billion. Got Bitcoin dominance at $57. Got Bitcoin at $86.86. Wow, up 8%. Ethereum at $266, up 7%. XRP at $0.40, cents, up 6%. Bitcoin Cash at $436, up 8%. And of course, Litecoin going on a train. That's right, to the moon, up 11% at $112. So what am I looking at here? First thing, I, I want to go back to Coinmetrics. <laughs> I'm on this whole kick. Uh, it, it, it's just, I really feel like, uh, and man, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of, it's kind of strange that I'm talking about this, but it, it's, I really feel like since I've been looking at this, I've just been able to see the market more clearly. Um, and it's just it's just another uh, I guess you would now at this point, it used to be a triangle where I would look at the news. I'd pay attention to the TA people out there. And then at the bottom layer would be, you know, just my technical expertise. Now I feel like this kind of turning into like an octagon. Right. Where I look at coin metrics uh, just with the network data, uh, I'm looking at TA, I'm looking at the news, looking at the, uh, the tech side of things, understanding how the stack's going to be built out. And then kind of, you know, you have those 
you know, what would you call them? I guess speculative uh, ideas and and kind of nuances about where everything's going. And then, of course, you're just kind of paying paying attention to all the current, uh, you know, chatter that's out there. Right. So there's a lot of different aspects. And then that's not even including like all the social stuff that I look at all the time. So it's kind of turned into this kind of uh, octagon <laughs> of sorts where I'm looking at everything um, to kind of understand where everything's going. Right. This is just kind of what I'm. I've kind of got into as of late before this was this was a whole piece that wasn't I wasn't looking at. So this is cool. It's just another thing. Um, so it's kind of interesting uh, when I look at Bitcoin here. Uh, we it, It's it's fascinating that the active addresses for Bitcoin currently right now, two days ago, was at eight hundred twenty one thousand. That's right. Thousand BTC addresses. Now, we know the price about two days ago was at seventy eight. Uh, 100 somewhere around there now the last time this was this is more interesting this is what i'm saying like this is fascinating stuff the last time these this this many active addresses were on there we can go back we can go back in time this is why i love this stat is that last time bitcoin was with that many active addresses we were at uh 10,800 that's right that was back in march of last year that was the last time uh when we got to the guess how much it was when we got to the to the bull run of 17,000. Guess how much it was? That's right, it was over a million active addresses, Bitcoin active addresses. So that tells you right now we're, gosh, we're getting close to a million active addresses. Um, and right now, if we're at 80, 847, like I said, 821, um, we should be over 10 according to this. But let's keep going. Let's keep going because you got to take that, right? And then you got to look at the transaction volume. If we look at the transaction volume. It's kind of falling now. Uh, it's kind of falling. Uh, we were at about uh, 6.8 billion transaction, Bitcoin transaction volume. It's kind of fallen to 5.85 billion. And uh, we're kind of, we've, we've kept going up. So transaction volume is falling back down. That's a key thing, to, a key metric to look at as well too. Um, you want to see that going up. Um, last time we got, we got below, we got below right around right now. We're still at 5.85. So that's good. But if we get to, you know, about four, you know, 4 billion transaction volume, um, we were at $5,200 last time. So we want to stay above five. We want to stay above five Bitcoin transaction volume. Uh, let's look at the uh, transaction counts. So transaction counts right now, we're currently at. 372,000 Bitcoin transactions. It's phenomenal. Um, to give you kind of an understanding of where that was at like a year ago, like we were at that height back when we were at around 8K. <laughs> Don't you think it's funny, right? Like the same Bitcoin transaction count right now is where we were when we were at 8K the last time. And it's it's weird. Like you're seeing all these kind of same things here, right? If we go over here and look at the TA now, uh, this is this is another thing to look at, right? A lot of people have said here in the short term they're expecting a pullback unless we get above 10k. Um, it doesn't it doesn't look like there's going to be a pullback. The only thing that kind of makes me wonder if there's going to be a pullback, and this is another thing that people aren't paying attention to, the fact that we had Tether release an IEO this week. Um, that was, or not Tether, Bitfinex, I'm sorry, released an IEO this week. Um, and then Tether print out more <laughs> here recently, more Tethers, Tether dollars, uh, USD, whatever. It, it, 
This is all being funneled back into the space. We have Binance releasing their IEOs. It creates more volume for Bitcoin. This is not sustainable. Uh, this is probably what no one's saying out there. But, you know, these unregulated exchanges that are that are creating <laughs> just uh, they're printing out these these security tokens. I'm sure there's some good you know, expertise and technology behind it. I haven't looked at them, but I'm sure there's, you know, sure they're doing their due diligence, right? So if that's the case, then this is where this pump is coming from. It's coming from that, right? We know Binance uses their BNB coin to to transact with and to buy these IEOs with, but still, this is creating volume on that exchange that translates into Bitcoin volume. So, it's not surprising to me that you're seeing the spike, that you're seeing the transactions go up as well, too. The volume has gone down, right? But we got we got to 9K. So it's it's going to be interesting, I will say the least. All the, ne- the network effects are showing that it's going up. The only thing that's going down is transaction volume, so that's one thing to pay attention to. I'm still worried about Tether, to be honest with you. I don't know how that's going to plan out, but I'm sure it's going to be bad. Like, I'm sure it's going to be bad. Right. At some point, the SEC is going to step in. Um, and when they do, it's not going to be a soft hammer that they come down with. It's going to be an iron hammer. Um, that's not going to be bad because that's going to liquidate the market. And that's what they're trying not to do. Right. They're trying to steer <laughs> Bitfinex the right way, but they're not making it easy for them. Uh, they're trying to get the whole thing dropped, as a matter of fact. But. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Got Ethereum at 267. I'm still long on Ethereum. I, I, re, I really am. I, I really am. And I, I know if you guys listened to that episode last week where I was talking about Ethereum inside of Insights. And um, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how this unfolds, you know, over time. But here in the short term, if, if we get if we get Bitcoin back above 10K, uh, we're going to see Ethereum go to $500. It's just going to happen. You know, what usually happens whenever there's this next alt season, right, um, is you have these big, big, big coins like Bitcoin, you know, kind of engulf all the money coming in, right? And then what happens, they go to the mid caps, which are like Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, stuff like that. And then from there, they go to the to the lower half, right, which are like the Stellars, the Cardanos, the Trons, the Verges, all that kind of stuff, right? And that's just how it unfolds. That's how alt season starts. At least that's how it's always started since I've been in this space. You know, it's no wonder we're seeing some of this stuff 2x here pretty fast. Um, I think one of the ones that we were looking at last week that I was saying that was just a gimme, was an easy one, was, of course, Verge. Uh, and that, that went up to like 1.9 cents and... I was saying get in when it was at 0.7. It, it's these are gimmies, like these are easy ones. Uh, we had another one. I said I think it was like fun, fun fair. I'm not sure where fun is doing right now. Kind of curious. Let's see what that looks like here. See if I was right or right. Well, it's still at the same. It's still at six. Still, I I don't I don't see those type of those type of coins that have always gone up in price to me. It just it's just gonna happen. Got zero x at 33 cents. It's been up about two cents right now. Um, Digibyte, of course, trying to make a move here. Currently at a penny. Qtum, three dollars. I'm still not a fan of BitTorrent token. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to change my mind on it. Um, if you're, if you want to know more about that, check out the other crypto 
episode that we did on it. It's just, it's a complete scam, in my opinion. Um, the technology's not even there. You even have the guy who created <laughs> BitTorrent saying it was a scam. That's how bad it is. And it's, it's not even like, I'm not even making that up. That's all in the podcast. <laughs> it's crazy. People are buying it, though. They're expecting it to go up. But I, I, I've, you know, I've been watching Justin Sun for a long time. And I realized that he just dumps on the people that invest in his cryptos. So it, at this point, it's basically a Justin Fund, a Justin Sun Fund. Um, so why would I invest in something that's he's just going to dump on me at any point once it gets over a penny? Uh, that's what he's going to do. Um, if he, he's already doing it already. Um, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll try to find any partnership necessary to do it. And, uh, he'll, he'll, and he'll make sure to create another token here next year when they run out of this one. It, it's, it's just the same thing. Uh, it literally is. Um, this is, this is, this is not original. Um, got Stellar at 13 cents. I've kind of peeled off some of my bag on Stellar, to be honest with you. Kind of hurts to say that, but it's true. Um, I've just, I've just realized that I'm not looking to invest at this point into a um, to a nonprofit. <laughs> uh, I think they're doing great work. I just think it's going to take them a really long time at this point. I think it, it really opened my eyes when that network stopped. It was like, wow, I thought everything was. Yeah, it, it's just it's going to take some time man. it's going to take some time. Uh, Cardano, I'm still long on that. That's going to be a long one. Long trek ahead. Uh, if anybody can get it done, it's Charles. That's for sure. Um, the only thing to watch out for Cardano, I will say this because a lot of people aren't talking about it, but I will, I will, because I'm very transparent with this. Is that um, you know they're gonna be looking. If, I believe you have to go to the website, but from what I read, it, it looks like Cardano is gonna uh, unlock some coins here pretty soon. Uh, it's supposed to happen this year in 2019, so you might see a drop in price if that happens. Uh, go to their website iohk.com, or it might be io actually io and uh, read up on the amount of ADA that they're going to give out to um, to IOHK and how that's going to, you know, coordinate with the price and everything. So look out for that. Uh, that's going to happen. Um, another one here that I'm kind of looking at is Tezos. You know, I saw it go down to $1.50 a couple days ago. Gosh, man, I want to buy some Tezos, but at the same time, I don't want to use some of these exchanges that it's currently on. Um, right now, it's currently on here. Let's see. It's on BitMax. It's on Kraken. It's on HitBTC. Um, it's on Bitfinex. <laughs> it's it's on a lot of these exchanges I don't want to use. I'll, probably Kraken is the only one I would use uh, out of all these, out of all this list. It's, it's just not 2016, 2017 anymore. I'm just not going to take those chances with my Bitcoin at this point. I'm, I'm too, I'm just too wise at this point <laughs> to take those chances. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm I'm looking at Kraken, but at the same time, I'm kind of hoping Coinbase just opens up Tezos uh, so that way I can transact there. I just feel more comfortable transacting on Coinbase and Gemini these days. That's just the way. Gosh, man, I've totally done a 360 <laughs> from where I started to where I am now. Oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy how you grow in this space. You, you think you're going to grow one way and you literally grow the opposite way. Uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but everybody grows different when they when they start up in crypto. Um, and yeah, just right now and just in general, I feel like stacking Satoshis right now is a thing to do. Everybody's talking about that. And I feel like that that's just a... 
it's just kind of one of those things you guys already know uh, at this point that uh, making sure that your Bitcoin stack is as high as it can be. Um, I, I really feel here if we can get Facebook adoption, that's like, gosh, how many freaking users do they have? They have 2.4 billion monthly users. So currently right now in the crypto space, there's only 30 million people that use crypto, right? Um, if Facebook can get at least 1 billion of those Facebook people to uh, use their, 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 at least 50% of the 2.4 to use their cryptocurrency, right? Their global coin. And at least, let's say 2% or 3% of that uses, you know, starts learning about Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's like... 100, 200 million people that just entered Bitcoin. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a really big deal if Facebook uh, comes in the space because not everybody's going to, you know, jump onto global coin right away. It'll take time. Maybe about half their users use it, say 1 billion. Bitcoin gets about 300 million of those users, you know, because they're going to want and they're going to have to go on Coinbase. They're going to have that thing and be like, what's Bitcoin? Oh, I've heard of Bitcoin. Oh, how many Satoshis can I get? Oh, what's a Satoshi? And then before you know, they're down the rabbit hole. They're listening to their car. <laughs> they're, listening, they're hanging out on crypto Twitter and then they're just like, boom. Right. And that's what happens. Crypto is a slippery slope. If you don't watch out, you can kind of slip into the space and not even realize it. Right. So that's what I'm kind of expecting. I, I feel like having Facebook come on board is just bullish news for for Bitcoin and for everything else in the space. Um, not only that, but you're going to have start you're going to start having like these tech knowledgeists out there in the space that are going to have to start paying attention to crypto and what we're doing here. That's more eyes and, and ears out there looking into the space that weren't looking into the space a year ago. They're only looking into the space because of Facebook. Uh, it was one of the things I saw at South by meeting a lot of writers from a lot of different publications online was that they were there because they had to learn about what was going on with this whole decentralized movement, right? This next internet, as they're calling it, this Web 3.0. So that's what I'm trying to say is this is good news overall. And I think stacking Satoshis right now is literally not a bad idea. If it's under 10K at this point, you're you're in a, still in a good situation. I know you probably weren't stacking, you know, in the 3200s. Maybe you were. I think I like to think you were. But if you weren't, just stack them now. And don't worry, there's still a lot of time. You know, Facebook's not going to come on board until next year. By the time people actually start using this stuff, it won't be until late next year. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of what you're seeing now is just a rush of exuberance from the the venture space, right? They're, they're, they're saying, oh man, Bitcoin's back. Let's get on the next run because it's going to go on another run. So everybody's kind of up, up for that. Like everybody's pumped up for that. But um, that's what we're seeing right now, at least in my opinion. And Ethereum is going to be just fine too as well. So I think that's all I got for Coin Talk. All right, with that, let's get on to the end of the show. Too alarming now to talk about. Take those pictures down, shake it out. Truth or consequence, say it aloud Use that evidence, race it around There goes my hero, watch him as he goes 
hero is ordinary Thriller Coin Talk is done. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. You know, Bitcoin is my hero. It really is. I feel like uh, ever since I got into this space, it's just been one wild ride after another. Every month, every week feels like an eternity. Uh, this time next week, we'll probably be talking about how everything just crashed back down to 2000. You never know with crypto. That's what's great about it. No, I'm just kidding. You know, this might be the next bull run. I haven't yet. I, I don't know just yet, but everything is pointing that way. So buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Har Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Car said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go, do your own research, listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not car. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world, one Satoshi at a time.